Hi, welcome to the pub. Late September, fall colors coming out, Oktoberfest, fresh hop beers, well-peated single malts. I mean, what's not to love about fall? You know, a few days ago, I was mindlessly scrolling through my calendar and a few dates caught my eye. They were the anniversaries of the deaths of a few musicians that I really liked. So I started to dig into that a little deeper and holy shit, September was a really bad month in terms of dying for a lot of the musicians that I really, really liked. Warren Zevon, Eddie Money, Walter Becker, founding member of Steely Dan, drummers John Bonham from Zeppelin and Keith Moon from The Who, guitarists Jimi Hendrix, Gary Richrath and Johnny Ramone, Richard Wright, keyboardist for Pink Floyd and Rick Ocasek from The Cars, Robert Hunter, lyricist for The Grateful Dead, Johnny Cash, Jim Croce, man, it went on and on, and it really got me thinking about death and grief and music. So I found this article online that talked about the impact that music has on people's grief. Um, so I want to talk to you about that. Uh, hang on. So listening to music may not sound like much of a coping skill, but Music is a wondrous thing when applied properly. Now, I don't want to get into the weeds on neurobiology here, but we have this pleasure center in our brain where all sorts of feel-good neurotransmitters make us feel really good when we do certain things. Sometimes we resort to rather negative coping things to stimulate that pleasure center. Uh, sugary and fattening foods, drinking alcohol, comfort shopping, gambling... In this face at Las Vegas is pretty much uh, just a one giant dopamine release center. But, you know, it turns out that music is connected to the pleasure centers in our brains, too. Interesting, right? I mean, this is why music can be such a great coping tool. It allows us to release those feel-good neurotransmitters without resorting to, you know, wine and Ben and & Jerry's ice cream. Uh, but let's be honest. Does anybody really want to drink wine or eat ice cream in silence? No. In addition to music causing the pleasure center and improving moods, there is research out there that shows certain types of music can even help with memory and concentration, something that feels like almost impossible while we're grieving. I mean, it can help us work more efficiently, make better decisions, boost our energy levels, reduce our stress. And don't believe me? Just check out the research at Stanford, University of Miami, Mayo Clinic, Harvard. They all agree. When our mood is improved, it causes a cascade effect in our brains that improves a lot of other things. And there's a slew of research that backs that up. Uh, researchers found that listening to happy music, uh, people who were shown this neutral face would interpret it as a happy. And the reverse was true too. Sad music resulted in people interpreting a neutral face as sad. So you know, why would people want to listen to sad music if it makes us feel sad or see the world as a sad place? But it's clear from the, the hundreds and hundreds of sad songs out there that people don't always want to listen to happy music. I mean, when we listen to music, we can actually perceive the emotions in a song, but then derive pleasure from appreciating the music itself. In this way, we can actually enjoy sad songs. You know, not to mention that, that, that sad songs make us feel less alone. Now, I have no research to back that up, but fuck it, it just makes sense. You know, when it comes to music, you know, I can drum along on my Gaelic drum, but for the most part, my skills end at pressing play on my iPod. Yeah, but for those who are more musically inclined, the value of music is not just in listening to music, but also in creating music. 
And there's some research out there that also suggests songwriting as part of grief therapy improved the grieving process in teens. Now, most things that trigger our pleasure centers in the brain have a clear evolutionary purpose. I mean, we love sugary and fattening foods because they help us survive. And we love sex because it's important to procreation as a species. Music is less obvious. I mean, there's still a debate as to just why we evolved to have such a connection to music. When it comes to stress, anxiety, and relaxation, well, there's multiple studies out there that showing that music can, can reduce your, your subjective experiences of stress and anxiety, as well as reduce physical symptoms like high blood pressure, heart rate, cortisol rates. So go on, get some playlists going, one to boost your mood, one to reduce stress, one to pump you up when you're working out, and one for the days when you just want to sit and listen to sad music and enjoy it. And don't forget the Ben and Jerry's. Thanks for stopping by the pub. Hope to see you again soon. Ciao.